1: Hi everyone, you're listening to this podcast is for women, episode number 39. This is a coach's chat episode with myself and my good friend, Helena Hart. Helena, how are you doing today? I'm doing great.
0: Thanks for having me on again. I always love our conversation. So I've really been looking forward to this
1: one. <laughs> me too. Uh coach's chat is just a really good way for us to connect with our audience. You know, Helena and I are both relationship coaches We've done a lot of work together and independently, and it's just a great way for us to give back and let people know what's going on in our lives, how we utilize the same tips and tools that we offer you. We actually help with ourselves and Oh my gosh. It's the brand new year. It's 2023. Can you believe it's here?
0: I can't believe it's here. 2022 was just a whirlwind for me. So many things happened. There were so many huge changes in my life. And so I'm excited for this year. Last year was amazing. And this year, I feel like I can just enjoy all the great things that (laughs) have come to me in the last (laughs) year or two.
1: I think that this was a good topic for us to speak about which is New Year's resolutions, I offered this topic to you. I said, hey, I'm going to have you as the first guest of the new year. Let's talk about New Year's resolutions because this year I'm not making any. I'm not making any New Year's resolutions. I am so overwhelmed with like self-improvement. It's so funny because when I said, I don't want to talk about resolutions, but I do want to talk about what we're doing in the new year. You said, oh, this is exactly what I did last year. (laughs) And you had this, you had this great, I mean, heartwarming story about how you didn't really get specific about things. Well, I'll let you tell everyone what you said, but I, I loved how you said it.
0: Well, I love what you said about not wanting to do resolutions. I've never been a new year's resolution person. I've never been a goal setting person (laughs) to me. It feels very like striving for something that's not here. It feels very masculine Mm -hmm. energy. And of course there's a place for that. Obviously we all have both masculine and feminine energy inside of us. Setting up goals and structure can be helpful if that really works for you, but that's never really felt authentic to me. It's never felt like what's worked. Right. And so Mm -hmm. last year I've never told this story before, by the way, and I have absolutely nothing prepared for this. So I hope this isn't like a completely jumbled story, but I'm just going to go for it. (laughs) I was telling you when, before we started recording that last year coming into 2022, I was talking with my husband and we were saying that we're not really into new year's resolutions. I personally never have been, neither has he. And I said, well, what would you like more of? in the next year? What what do you think? And it's funny because all of 2021, we we got married, we had some amazing things happening, but the two things we hadn't achieved yet, I guess you could say, is Mm -hmm. finding a new home that we wanted to buy and getting pregnant basically and those were kind of two things we were trying for all of 2021 at least for about maybe 10 11 months or so so for the better part of 2021 those were the two things that hadn't happened yet and rather than going 2022 is the year that we will buy another house and we'll find the perfect place for us and we will have a baby like (laughs) it didn't even occur to me to do that what my husband said is you know I really love when we laugh together. Like that's my, mm. one of my favorite moments. I just love laughing with you. We just laugh so much together. I would like more of that. I'd like to laugh
1: more. I said, oh, Yeah, yes. that sounds
0: great. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Yes. And I've talked a little bit about this before for those of you who don't know, you know, where we live, it's at the time, especially the the housing market was super competitive, very, very expensive, just tough. And we didn't want to sell our current house. We wanted to keep it and rent it out. So the timing would all work out for us. And so we had just had a hard time finding a a house that had everything we wanted. That wasn't like multiple seven figures, which is kind of like Mm -hmm. what the real estate market is where we live. And it was just it, we just hadn't found anything that was perfect for us where we didn't feel like we were compromising or downgrading in space or location or anything like that. Right. So, uh, so we said, Oh yeah, let, let's just, let's laugh more, you know? So new year's Eve of 2021, about a year ago, we were driving and looking at a house in the area we wanted. It just, like all the others wasn't perfect. It was very mm-hmm. expensive and very small and kind of falling apart and older, not quite right. And as we were, we said, okay, not really going to work for us. As we were driving home on the other side of the street, there was a brand new housing development that had never showed up in our searches because technically it wasn't in this very desirable city we were looking in. It was across mm-hmm. the street, which was technically not incorporated into that city, but it was right there. And, <laughs> I, and we pulled into it. I go, Hey, look at that. There's a big Balloon that said "New Homes" and I and we pulled in. I said, "Wow, these are beautiful. I would live here. This is great. It's you know close enough to my husband's work and everything." And we just randomly stumbled across this place that we had been searching for like a year in this area, but it never popped up. So anyway, long story oh. short, a um, couple weeks later, we were, we started the process of buying one of these homes. We, would, we really wanted a brand new place like our other place, because it's just, we wouldn't get into this bidding war. Like <laughs> so mm-hmm. many people were dealing with at the time when driving the prices up, it's like the price is the price just first come first serve kind of thing. Basically it was everything we wanted such a perfect beautiful place for us so much more than we didn't have to sell our original house anyway long story short we started that process like two weeks later bought the place um, finished building a few months later and we also found out that we were pregnant to that, like that same month about, uh, let's see, I found out January 18th, 2021, that I was pregnant about the oh same week gosh. that we started buying the house. So about two or so weeks after we set that intention to laugh more rather than saying, you know, 2022 will be the year that we find a house and we get pregnant. Finally, it's it all happened naturally. Uh, We Mm -hmm. just had to like, let go of that as something we were trying to do. So Mm -hmm. hopefully that all made Mm -hmm. sense. First time I've ever even told that story to anyone. So (laughs) that's my
1: story for last year. I love it because you had mentioned to me, you said, my husband said, why don't we just laugh more?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, Why don't we just laugh more? And that, that just struck like a magical place in my brain because I was thinking when you're laughing more, you're focusing on the things that feel good, the things that feel enjoyable. And that is when your energy makes that shift and you start noticing this development. That's in a different zip code. You have these synchronicities that happen. Your body relaxes. You can make a baby. You can have Mm -hmm. all these wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I just love that. It's so simple. And when you said that, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is what I've been looking for because For me, uh, New Year's resolutions were something I focused on. It was a way that I looked back at my year. I looked at what I had achieved, gave myself some praise. Like you achieved all these things. Now, where do you wish you could have been better? Where could you have done more or where are you feeling unfulfilled at? This past year, I started that process like around the first week of December, getting my New Year's resolutions in order, figuring out how much money I want to make the next year. where I want to travel, mm-hmm. little, little interesting things like this, where I'm like tweaking my personality. Now, I think that those are great. It's a great way to reflect on what you want, right?
0: Definitely. But,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. but here I was, I was sitting with like this stack of intention setting and how to get your mindset on this higher intention and what do you want and what do you want, don't want. And I was going through all my little worksheets and all my programs. And I was like, I feel horrible just felt like I was just, all my energy was just sucked and out of me. And it was all about journaling and writing these particular words or things down. Don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of power in writing things down, but I felt picked Mm -hmm. on. I felt really picked on. And so here I am, I'm sitting next to this stack of self-help homework. (laughs) I'm just asking myself, like, when does this stop? You know, when does this stop? And for a minute, I was like, maybe this is what it's like when you're giving up. Like you finally just give up. I'm just giving up right now because you get so overwhelmed. I thought about like, you know, what am I really grateful for? And I know that at first to a lot of people, gratitudes sound a little hokum. They sound a little bit like, of course, you're grateful for your house. You and your husband, you had this great house, but you wanted to keep that house. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to buy a different house. You're grateful for the house you have, but you wanted something different that could, you know, handle the demands of the family and be closer to his work. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And You can make yourself all the goals you want, but you're just, your energy starts to feel just like, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I just, I thought I was like, what, what if I just feel my way through this year, Helena? Like, what if I feel my way through still measure the things I want to measure still see what I want to do and where I want to go usually beginning of the year we're mapping out our travel we're like oh we're going to Chicago here and we're going to go to Arizona then and we're going to go to the beach here and I was like what if we just kind of feel our way through I mean I understand that travel you have to book something a certain amount of time in advance but I'm just really curious about even my health goals all women want to lose a little extra weight or get in your steps or things like this. And I was like, what if I go about this differently and go about it from this place of how is it feeling to me? Does that make sense?
0: Definitely. I mean, that's the feminine energy way. You know, I call it the feminine art of attraction. How do I want to feel? It's Mm. so interesting. I recorded a podcast episode for my podcast just yesterday. I'm going to be posting it in a week or two where I was interviewing a male coach, good friend of mine. And we were talking about this same topic. And it was so interesting, the masculine perspective versus the feminine perspective, because we both kind Mm. of had health and fitness goals that we wanted to achieve. Like for me, I was like, yeah, I just want to feel good in my body. I wanted to, mm-hmm. be like, pain free. Was like I have some pain issues I've been experiencing, especially ever since um, I had the baby about three or four months ago and I want to feel good. And I just want to feel healthy. I want to be able to do what I want to do um, versus his goals, which is like very, very specific and structured. And here's how I'm going to do it had specific dates again, nothing wrong with that, but it's, it's a masculine energy approach versus the feminine energy approach. It's just two different perspectives and both can work for you, you know, both can work for men and women, but I'm excited to put that podcast episode out there so people can just feel yeah. the difference. We had the same sort of goal that we wanted, but going about it in two completely different ways. I love everything you said. Just how is this going to feel for me? And that what yeah. I love about it is you could feel in your body when the making the lists and looking back and seeing what you wanted to uh, tweak. It just didn't feel right to you. Uh, right?
1: It. I just felt honestly. I. I. I needed a glass of wine. I felt like I needed something to numb me through that experience. And I was like, I don't want to numb myself. I want to be here. I want to make progress, but I can't keep going down this stack of self-help homework. And it seems like everyone these days has some sort of homework where you write down your Thoughts you're thinking, you write down the goals you want, you write down what's getting in your way. And I understand measuring. I understand that measuring is a part of this. You have to be able, you can't be a zombie. You can't just eat all you want. You can't go, oh my gosh, it's December and I didn't go anywhere. I didn't take a trip anywhere. So that, that would be the opposite of being in your body is, is lacking total self-awareness letting the world just zip by never stepping on a scale, never looking at your calendar. So there there's an extreme side to this and my brain, you know, my masculine and feminine energy brain, they are still having a tug of war about this because I know Helena, I know there's an answer to this where you measure, you know, like if you have to step on the scale or you Mm -hmm. have to figure out what it is you want in your life. Like, where are you feeling discomfort? Where do you want to feel something else? But, but within there, there's some magic or some answer and gratitudes involved in that. And, and of course, finding what you're feeling. So instead of looking back on my year and reflecting, I'm really trying to focus sometimes even in the moment, I'm reflecting on my day or that moment. And I'm asking myself, what do I need right now? What do I want right now? And then also taking several minutes out of the day, keeping up with my gratitude. My ability to just like work on the future, work on myself was zapping me of my feelings of being in the moment. Because if you're always working on bettering yourself in the future, it's really hard to be happy in the moment. Mm
0: so true. I get caught in that all the time. I call it the (laughs) self-help trap or the healing trap, where I think a lot of people who are drawn to this work think that there's this endless amount of healing to do or self-improvement to do rather than going, you're there, like you're doing amazing. Look at all this, these incredible things you've called into your life or look at (laughs) all the things you have now that a few years ago you thought was just a fantasy basically. So I totally resonate with that. I have so much to say on this topic. I swear I could talk for hours about this. Is really one of my favorite things to talk about. I don't think you need to strive for self-improvement. That's inevitable. Like expansion is just mm-hmm. a natural law of the universe. It's just, are you keeping up with your expansion or not? And when you're not keeping up with it, that's where you feel this disconnect. And I feel it all the time. I just have Mm -hmm. everything I could have wanted ever and more, but Mm -hmm. I'm always like, all right, now, like what else do I want? Like what's next? Like you said, I'm always kind of like looking ahead. And if I don't have something that I want to create, I kind of get bored and maybe even a little bit depressed. So it's not Mm -hmm. about just getting all the
1: things you want. It's the joy along the way of creating or attracting those things. I think Mm -hmm. I agree because it is human nature to go, okay, yes, and what's next? Mm-hmm. It is our human nature. Abraham Hicks always says, you're never finished. You're always mm-hmm. going from this one step to the next step. When you when you die, you're going to die with a load of laundry in the, the dryer, you know, <laughs> it's, or, or it's our work is just never going to be done. So I accept that part. But like you said, it's the self-healing trap that I believe, and maybe women are, being fed to believe that we need to be in a constant state of improvement. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's totally depressing because if you do look back at your year and I did, so I I was going through my list and I I was working with this one um, mindset coach, very passively working with her, but she had me write down all the things I had accomplished this past year and where I could have done better, where Mm. I needed to do more, where I felt authentic, where I felt inauthentic. And I'm like, I felt authentic in every bit of this. What do you Mm -hmm. mean? Where do I need to be better? Like I'm, I'm crushing it. You know, I crush, look, if you get out of bed and you just and you make it back into bed that evening, sometime you've crushed it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, you you've accomplished what you're here to do on this planet, which is live your life anyway, not to go too far down this rabbit hole, but I am finding these little ways to check in with myself and just say like, what do I need in this moment? And I will tell you, I'm going to share a couple of them because they're so kind of simple. They're game changers in my life. Now at nighttime, I don't have the greatest routine, but I have like a little bit of a nighttime routine. You wouldn't believe I have had a bottle of this expensive toner that I bought early last year. That I, every night I would look at this like facial toner and be like, oh, I I need to use that. But then I'd always end up doing something else. And I would not use, it's one of those microcellular, you know, alpha lymphatic toners And I would just look at this bottle and then finally at the end of the year, I was like, there's dust all over this bottle. I haven't used it. Okay. And I felt bad. And I'm, I was like, I've got to find a different way to use these things that I want to use. Do you ever feel like product overload or like you have like skincare devices to use, or I don't know if you do like the micro needling or if you do the led lights or anything like that.
0: Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that. I feel like I have a drawer <laughs> full of things that I purchased <laughs> over the years that used a couple times and then just sort of abandoned the routine.
1: Yes. Yes. So I have my microneedler. I've been using led lights since 2006, I would say six or seven, like when they first came out, and, and I love them, but here sits this expensive bottle of toner that I got talked into buying. I'm doing things like I would notice that feeling at night, like that, oh, like this feeling, like I'm never getting through all this stuff I have. So I was just like, what do I need in this moment? And so now I figured it out. It's because I don't have the cotton out. <laughs> it's that simple. Mm. So I've I've gotten to where before I get in the shower, I put my cotton buy the toner. Now that may sound like so small, so first world, but that little, <laughs> you know, that little thing is making me so happy and my my skin is absolutely soaking it up and loving it. Another thing I'm doing is after lunch, it used to be as soon as I'm done with lunch, which is technically my breakfast, I would just jump right back into work and sometimes have like a tummy ache or kind of, you know, just not feel like I had done too much or maybe ate too much even though I hadn't And something I'm doing is after lunch is completed, I go sit outside. If it's beautiful, just sit. I close my eyes for 10 minutes and I just breathe. I'm like, certainly I can handle two minutes. Does that sound yummy or what? I love it. I think it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so just like, I'm looking for these little things where I go, okay. I just got that icky feeling what's happening. Like, how do I want to feel? What, what am I feeling like right now? you know, examining the feeling, what I do want to be feeling. It's a lot of checking in with myself. But again, this is what I teach my clients. I'm just doing it for my own life, sometimes moment by moment. I can really relate to that. I struggle with all of this too. You know, I haven't like mastered
0: mm-hmm. this. <laughs> I think it's sort of mm-hmm. like the human condition. Our brains want to solve problems and like work on things constantly. Mine does at least. I have a very masculine drive. I just have this need to put stuff out there and create. And I feel very stagnant if I'm not constantly doing that. And that's okay. It's like, I. it always bothers me. But like, just take a break, just relax. It's like, I, I'm doing what I want to do. Like, you know, uh-huh. but there is a part of me that, does not want to spend all my time online or working. And so, yeah, something else I've done lately that's really helped just within the past week or so is just, you know, when I feel like I'm done, I don't want to be, on my computer working anymore for the day. I just like put my phone upstairs, put my computer back in the office, my laptop, and that's it. Like, Mm -hmm, (laughs) you know what I mean? mm -hmm, Like, yes, I'm done. And, or, you know, like I'll go on a walk with my husband if he's home and it's still light outside or on the weekends and I'll just leave my phone at home. I love that so much. I love doing that. Just being in the moment, even if we drive somewhere to go walk, you know, I I, I don't need anything with me, you know, we're all together. So I just leave my phone and uh, I'm, have a break from it for several hours. And that just feels amazing. Cause I get, get caught in that too. Like there's more I need to do. I think with the work that we do, there's always so much we could be doing. There's more comments we could respond to more never things ending. we could create emails to respond to literally it's never ending. And there's always more things we can do. And so it's not just like a nine to five where you turn it off and you go home. I feel like for me, yeah. especially it's just constant, you know?
1: You're absolutely right. It is it is a never-ending machine that we feed. And I'm not by any means saying I don't love it because mm-hmm. I do... Uh, I think a a couple of years ago, I had mentioned to you that I love answering my YouTube comments and don't get me wrong. People will say anything on YouTube sometimes. Oh gosh, (laughs) Tell me about it. Yeah. (laughs) They'll say that. I remember when we first kicked off our YouTube careers, everyone kept telling us to stop touching our hair. Yes, I do remember that. (laughs) (laughs) That was the big thing. It was like, stop touching your, I mean, we'd get like four or five comments. And I started writing back and said, look, we're going to touch our hair as much as we want to. If you don't like our channel, go somewhere else. <laughs> I really love answering the more positive comments because we get some, I mean, life we, you've changed my life. i yes. met the man I'm meant to be with comments. It feels amazing to answer these, but even still, if I answer them for more than about 10, 15 minutes, I start to feel like I'm just going down this hole. I I have to relate to that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to reel back and go, okay, I need to switch gears. There's just only so much of us that Mm -hmm. we can put out there. I love that you're able to understand like how this feels. And I think a lot of women might resonate. I, I
0: I'm so glad you brought that up like that. I just resonate with that so much. It's just a constant struggle for me because To me, it means so much if someone's gonna take the time and watch something that I put out there and apply things to their life and come back and tell me how it went. Like that means the world to me. I don't want to miss that. It's funny, Adrian. A couple of years ago, I remember I was talking to a really good friend of mine who has a big channel, like half a million plus subscribers. And anyone I have that has a big anyone I know that has a big YouTube channel say I had to stop responding to comments after I got to like 30,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. I had to stop, like I couldn't keep up with it. And here I am at the time of recording this, I have yeah. over 100, 176,000 subscribers on yeah. my YouTube channel. I can't like, let that go. Like I want to let it go, <laughs> but I, I can't like, I, I can't like there's either. something in me. It's, it's just a, you know, because I want to see, you know, what people think, like, I want to see yes. how my tools are resonating in the real world in people's lives. Like, I really, really care. I really want to see, um, it's important to me. I get, but you know, most people, who have more than 10,000 subscribers either hire someone to do that, you know, or they just let it go and don't do it. And so it's, that's a daily thing for me too, because it really <laughs> sucks when you see the comments about, you know, uh, I got one the other day, your forehead is so ugly, you know, your arms are huge. <laughs> oh. Like when people say crazy things on YouTube and, and it, you know, I'd I like to say that it doesn't affect me and I just laugh it off, but it it's right. hard to see that yes, stuff. But can. right, yeah.
1: What if you could choose the types of men that were attracted to you? What if you could decide on how your partner would respond to you when you're grumpy, need love, support, or choose how your man will walk back into your life and ask for your hand in marriage? This is where my self-study program, New Man Manifesto, can dramatically call forth not only the type of man you desire, but the behaviors and characteristics that align with your values. Here's a testimonial from Laura in British Columbia. Newman Manifesto helped me transform my love life in ways I never imagined. I was heartbroken from a breakup and this program got me focused on what I did want in a partner and helped me move on from a man who was wasting my time with empty promises. The more I practiced my feminine energy and manifesting tools, the more quality men began to appear in my life. After learning how to date again and finding two great guys to quantum date with, an amazing thing happened. My ex began texting me, asked me on a few dates, and recently proposed, and now we are engaged to be married. I turned my life around, from being angry and heartbroken to manifesting a loving relationship and being at my very best. If you want to learn more about my feminine energy tools and manifesting, visit my website everheartcoaching.com NMM. That stands for New Man, Man Manifesto. And be sure to check out my program bundle. For one low price, you can get all of my programs and ebooks. Again, my website is everheartcoaching.com. Yeah, it can. I was listening to BJ Novak. He was on a podcast I was listening to. And he says, a person can say a million things to you. Wonderful. But right when you're going to bed at night, you remember that one thing. <laughs> yeah, that's someone <laughs> said. And there's something to that. I have gotten to where I'm just like, oh my God, this is just, I can kind of just swipe which way is it? If you don't want someone, I can swipe. uh, Right. I I (laughs) (laughs) I
0: can
1: swipe left on it pretty quickly. Did you by any chance see the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry uh, documentary on Netflix? It was a series. I didn't. I, I saw a preview of it on my Netflix, but I never actually watched it. My husband and I, we could not stop watching this, and we didn't really know a lot about the royal family. I have a couple of friends that are from UK, and they, they say that Americans are more into the royals than they are, but this documentary just showed how their lives were just so tortured by the media. We know, of course, Princess Diana, you know, to her death was tortured by the media, pursuing her. And Meghan Markle is an amazing woman, her ability to handle all of this chaos that was confronting her. And then her husband, Prince Harry, you can tell that they are just so meant to be together. Prince Harry, he, he has honestly, in my opinion, a little bit of a feminine energy vibe. And Meghan has like a masculine energy vibe to me. But I think in the relationship, like they, they are making it work. One of the things Meghan talked about, they were having a New Year's Eve party. And she had a friend that had turned her on to setting a word. For your year Like for 2023, what do you want your word to be? And I was like, "Oh, I love this. What will my word be for the year? I'm not going to give any spoilers for Megan's word of the year, but I realize my word of the year is going to be feel. Just I love: feel, it. Yeah, feel what I'm feeling. If you had to pick a word, I know I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had a word for 2023, do you have any idea what it would be?
0: I think that's such a great question. I hadn't
1: thought about it. I think I would renew
0: my last one for 2022 and just renew it and say laughter. (laughs) That worked great for me. And I had an amazing year. I'm going with laughter again, I think. Or whatever the word is for just that good feeling, basically receiving all of the gifts and blessings for all the hard work I've put in over the last year Mm. or two, whatever that is receiving, Mm. maybe receiving, or just enjoying all the things that you've created Uh, that and laughter. (laughs) I think I'm going to go with for the year.
1: I, I love that one. Joy, laughter. Yes. Taking a moment to laugh for me. I, I I love laughter. I think that that is, I'm going to, I think that's going to be my B word. My A word is going to be feel because I just realized, you know, if you're spending all this time doing self-improvement and even self-reflection, you're really focusing on things that you want to change about yourself. So they're not always things that feel good about yourself. You know, if you're wanting to change it or you're wanting to improve and I wanna feel good. I wanna focus on what is feeling good and you know how can I get more of that good feeling? How can I focus on the things that make me happy? I began reflecting on the times in my life I felt really happy. I felt really good. And what was I doing? Like what was going on in my life? And you might think it was like, oh, that trip to Maui or none of those things. It's these very small moments in life where I have just been incredibly happy and peaceful and feeling so good about myself. Uh, I want to have more of those this year. (laughs) I love that so much. I want that too.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's what we all want. I think, right. It's like those little magical moments, you know, it's just those tiny little moments. I remember even just as uh, this is kind of a weird story. I don't even know if this is interesting at all to anyone. <laughs> but right as you know, it's <laughs> the clock struck midnight. You know, on New Year's Eve, just about a week or so ago. Right, we obviously didn't do anything or go anywhere because we have a baby, three month old baby. <laughs> so we were up in our loft of our new house, and we don't have any furniture in that area yet. It's just kind of like a workout room with an elliptical machine <laughs> and my husband's. Nice. Place we don't even have anything up there. Um, We just got a new TV for it was kind of like a little joint Christmas present that you know so we had that and that's it for some reason right before midnight we just kind of all made our way up there and we had the baby and everything and we were like sitting on the floor because we don't even have furniture for it yet and we were watching the ball drop in New York, you know, what everybody watches who stays home on New Year's Eve. And my cat, Leo, just walked up the <laughs> stairs like 10 seconds before midnight. It was so strange, like very unlike him, and just came and sat down next to us on the oh, floor, also very welcome. unlike him. And we were just all there, just like our little family, right as it oh. turned, you know, midnight to go into the new year. And it was just, there's something so simple and just, very kind of ordinary, but also something just so magical about that. We were all just together on the floor of our new house. And I'm going to start crying. even just thinking about it. And (laughs) then our son woke up right after midnight. We were just like all there together and it felt so cozy and not out of the ordinary. Like what's the Mm -hmm. opposite? It wasn't some like phenomenal, extraordinary moment. (sighs) We were like traveling the world or something, but it was like just one of the most magical moments. I I can't explain it really. I can't really describe it, but I thought I want more of this feeling. Yeah. Just like all together, just cozy, um, making memories, like just these little moments. That's what life's all about. So I love everything you said there.
1: Isn't it though? That's beautiful. Sometimes when I have moments like that, New Year's Eve, <laughs> I write them down and I go back and I look in my Google calendar and I go, oh, this is what I was doing like 2011. I hope you write that one down.
0: That's mm-hmm. a good one.
1: Not that you are going to forget it, but the years have a way of slipping on past us. That's definitely something to uh, remember. That's beautiful. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know why that just came to mind when you were talking about these yeah. little moments, like that's what life's all about. It's fun to plan the big trips. It's fun to travel and do amazing things like that's great. I mean, there's mm-hmm. definitely a place for like that and like those we could make moments there too, but it, it can be easy to miss these little magical little blessings that come through every day.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite things to do is I have a little goldfish pond in my backyard. I bought these teeny tiny goldfish at the beginning of the pandemic. And they are so fat and huge. Now you would not believe we actually paid to have this pond dug for them because I'd had them in this giant uh, water trough. They got so big. I had to buy them a pond. And my husband's like, these fish, They maybe cost 49 cents each, but they're really costing us a lot of money now. They're so cute. I love my goldfish. I go out there and I sit and sure enough, one of my cats will come up and want to sit in my lap and we just have these wonderful, blissful moments. Feels so good, doesn't it? (laughs) The best. I mean, it's just the
0: best. I know like with a baby now too, it's like just these little tiny things where my husband Mm -hmm. and I will just like sit there and watch him for 15 minutes. We're like, we would never do this With another baby, you know, (laughs) but just watch him like smile and laugh. He's starting to laugh, and like we're like, I can't believe how long we just stand there and watch him. It's like it's crazy, you know. It's just again these little tiny moments.
1: Aww, I meant to ask you how is Everett that's one of the first things I had on my note cards is to ask he's doing
0: great is. yeah really really good he's sleeping all the way through the night which is unusual I've heard for this Aww. age sometimes he'll wake up once in the middle of the night but some like last night he slept all the way till about 6 30 in the morning and so we're loving that' <gasps> getting oh my able to gosh. Get him sleep and Yeah. We're trying to just not overthink things. And I think I told you in our last episode, nobody had less experience with babies than my (laughs) husband and I. We knew that we had no idea what we were doing, no idea what we were getting ourselves into. We didn't know what to expect. So yeah, we're loving it. Everything's been
1: really great. Oh, I, I think having more laughter is really, really making for a beautiful life for you. I really do. This is great.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. What a great conversation. I feel like I definitely learned some things. Like I said, this isn't always easy for me. I haven't totally mastered this. I probably never will, you know? So yeah, I'm loving this conversation.
1: Uh, Me too. Well, Hey everyone stay tuned. We're going to try to keep doing coaches chat about once a month. Um, I think this is a good place to stop. What do you think?
0: Yeah, this is great. I mean, this just flew <laughs> by. I could keep talking for hours and hours. Yeah, I do have another. I have a live uh, broadcast. I'm broadcasting my podcast live in about 15 minutes. So yeah, this oh wow, a good place you to gotta stop.
1: go. You gotta go. <laughs> hey, before you go. Tell us about your podcast. Tell all my listeners where they can find you. Oh yeah, absolutely. So if you're listening to this on
0: Adrian's podcast, I'm on the same platform, Spotify, Apple podcasts, anywhere where you can listen to podcasts, basically. So you're, you likely already have a podcast app if you're listening to this and that is master your magnetism. That's the name of my podcast, master your magnetism with Helena Hart. You basically helping you become magnetic to, anything you desire in all areas of life. Of course, we talk a lot about dating and relationships on there. That's what a lot of women who are drawn to this work are interested in, but we also talk about improving any area of life or feeling good and just becoming your most confident radiant magnetic self. And so Mm -hmm. I have lots of experts I bring on. I do some episodes by myself, some with my husband, Adrian has been on several of the episodes. Those are always everyone's favorite episodes. So (laughs) we just did one. I believe last month we did a live Mm -hmm. broadcast on how to stop accidentally pushing a man away and what to do instead to bring him closer. That was my 100th episode special. So you can hear all of Adrian's wisdom. So that's where I'm spending most of my time. It's really where I'm putting all of my energy work wise, because it's
1: just my favorite thing in the world to do. I think you're very good company to listen to as well. So,
0: oh, thank you. I feel the same way. Yeah, I love it. It's so funny. Like, it, it would always bother me when I was watching like an online webinar or something, and the expert would say like, "And now put all away your distractions and make sure you're on a desktop and bring out a piece of paper and a pencil." And I was always like, "You can listen to my stuff when you're doing other things. I don't care. I listen to it in the background. Like, you don't even have to listen that closely. Like, you know, like just have it on because it'll help shift your vibe. Like, that's yeah. what I." want, you know, it'll do the work for you. Just like having this information kind of like on in the background is fine. You don't have to take notes. You don't have to pay attention that closely, like just have it on so you can absorb the information and just kind of help love yourself more, ramp up your self-worth and self-esteem. So you just naturally become magnetic to anything you want in every area of life.
1: I also want to mention you have an Instagram channel, but it is Helena heart coaching all one word.
0: And it's Mm -hmm. Helena,
1: H-A-R-T coaching.com. So you can follow Helena on Instagram and definitely check out her podcast. You want to make sure you're following my real account. You can type it in
0: instagram.com slash Helena heart coaching. You Got can include it. a link if you want. Uh, but it's my only real account. There's videos of me on there saying this is my only real account. So just make sure you're following the real one. <laughs> and this was so much fun. I just had a blast talking about this topic. There's so much more I have to say on this. If anyone uh, is interested in this topic, if you'd like to hear more from us, let us know, and we can definitely do some more mm-hmm. episodes. Sounds fun. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for stopping by, Helena.